as a straight white male or a straight white female, like anyone who is not oppressed. Yeah. You're gonna watch something and be like, ooh, that sucked. When it's queer, it's written by queer indigenous, like women, like, yeah. or, or, you know, whoever it might be, you have to sit and really consider why. almost said two hot takes <laughs> of Till I Say It Out Loud mini episode. I'm Audrey and I'm here with my friend Rocky. We're actually going to do a little recap of a finale from one of the biggest shows on, I almost said TV, but it's not really on TV anymore, on streaming. Yeah. Um, North Country. True to that Night Country. No. Night Country. I keep calling it North Country because it's in the North. <laughs> And the North remembers. I keep on saying true country because it's true detective. True blood country detective. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, this was my first time to watch a season. I had never watched any other seasons. I was, And I was told by multiple people, including Rocky, to watch season four. Just start season four. Jodie Foster is in it. It was so good. So I watched it, I loved it, but the backlash online has been so interesting for this season, namely from the creator, the original creator. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, let's walk through that because I'm still kind of confused on some of the details about that. Okay. So to give some context, um, his name is Pick Nick. Pizzolato. Nick Pizzolato. So he initially had an idea for um, true for a book. And he originally was going to write the story of the first season as a book. And then the idea was so good that they were just like, let's skip the book and go straight to a series. Um, okay. So that, I think, when it came out, it came out like... Um, 2014 and it Damn, was that's 10 years yeah <laughs> and it was it was a series that like there really wasn't anything else that had come out like that was like it yeah. at the time and it's limited right it's only like yeah. six episodes or something or yeah I think the first season had eight episodes okay and Woody Nelson yeah Matthew McConaughey and I think that was the biggest draw for a lot of people yeah um and so you know, each season, it, it gained so much um, success and was really, like, considered, like, got a lot of acclaim from, mm -hmm. like, critics and stuff like that. So, you know, when they decided to do a new story, new director, I mean, new detectives, new characters each season... Um, it's like a mini series every time. Yeah, and and each season, like sit after the first one, has been has left people disappointed. I personally think the second season is better than the first. Yeah. That is a um, that is not a popular opinion. People think the second season is the worst season. Is that which one? Who starred in that one? So that is uh, Rachel McAdams, Colin Farrell. Um, Vince Vaughn and 
Is it Mahershala Ali? Is he in that one? Or he's is he in, in the third He's one. in the third season. Okay. Uh, so what's the dude? Taylor Kitsch? Oh, Kitsch. Taylor Kitsch. Yeah. He's the guy from uh, Friday Night Lights? Yes. Yeah. He's in it. So to kind of give you a good explanation, like the first season, the story is really intense. It's very plot driven. Um, and, I, and there's a lot of twists and turns to it. And it, a lot of it kind of uh, has a little, like, supernatural element, but... Okay, even not, in the first season. Yeah, and... But mainly the supernatural element comes from this... Essentially this, like, sex ring cult. Oh, where no. all of these, like... Are all of these, like, powerful figures in, like, the government and, like, the state, like essentially i have like a, a pedophile like sex okay dang. and they kidnap little girls they um they lure pros like sex workers yeah. and all of these women and then of course they do horrible mm -hmm. things to them and then put them um leave them in states like uh, like it almost like in an altar like with like like uh antlers on their oh head oh my god very hannibal yes very season six of dexter yes <laughs> very much like that and so like the thing that was very confusing was there was they kept on talking about this this dead realm um called carcosa Ooh. and in this in this realm like this 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 the yellow king essentially like is in charge and really what it comes down to it is it's like it's a cult like yeah it's a cult and they were cult murders yeah okay. and so the um the main element like symbol that they show throughout the first season is that flat spiral <gasps> that you end up seeing in the fourth season Oh! Yeah. So we have a little, like, callback. Yes. And so, and the other thing that has a little callback is the Matthew McConaughey's character. His name is Rust. Rust Cole. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is very eccentric, neurotic. Like, he's, like, he's the, like, the, the detective who actually, like, is good about finding like putting uh puzzles together and um but is really out there like he essentially was um undercover for four years in narcotics so he has these these hallucinations randomly these like these like almost like acid or lsd flashbacks where he'll just be driving down the road and everything just starts tripping out on him um but like he when he's like hallucinating he starts seeing that spiral like being like displayed through like birds or just like in nature Weird. and somewhere. But like, is it his brain putting like clues together or? Yeah. And it's also like, um, I think it's also, it's also that. And it's also just, I think it was just a, a part of it was like a great way to really make the audience question what is real? What isn't? Yeah. Is this supernatural? Does this realm actually exist? Yeah. So, like, it, it was a clever way to do it. Um, 
But the other thing that kind of ties it together is that Rust originally grew up in Alaska <gasps> with his... Yeah, with which is where season four takes place. Yes. which is why I kept calling it North Country. Yeah, <laughs> and his dad, like, he ended up um, living with his dad up there for a while, and he, like, towards the end of the season, like, he essentially almost dies, mm-hmm. and when he, like, is recovering in the hospital, he realizes that he saw his dad and. Essentially, like, maybe he, like, went to this underworld, like, this dead realm. So, but he doesn't know. Like, he he has no idea. So, like, when you start seeing those references, like, like, Rose in um, the fourth season. People are like, is that Rust's mother? Because she's talking, (sighs) she sees Rust's dad, like, in the very beginning when... That's who that is! Uh Uh-huh. Y'all, this is crazy. Yeah, so, like, I I viewed it as more, like, nods. Like, yeah. it's not going to be all linked together. Like, But it's po- not not connected. Yeah. yeah. It just is a great way to... And for me, I think it was really interesting because, you know, you have these Arctic um, researchers who are exploring the ice to look for the origins of life, but then you're in this... this this part of the world where like kind of like the the dead and the living (laughs) kind of like there's there's this blurred essence of of them being able to see the dead and everything so I thought it was like a great way to 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 show how like some things can't be explained there's certain areas of the world that we you know you do question and especially because Night country yep. takes place during the time of year where Alaska has, what, like 15 straight days of night? Yeah, yeah. And so you can't escape the darkness, which is playing tricks on you. Yeah, and I thought, especially, like, focusing on the indigenous people of mm. that area, yes. you really see, okay, this is part of their their culture and how yeah. how they live. And, and how the spirituality of that yeah. culture. And so, and seeing how, what, what this, that flat circle spiral symbolizes for them and how some white random dude can look at that and then use that symbol and, and to, for their own gain and right. occult. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and like, because we've seen, we've seen, uh, white men appropriate like other yeah. symbols from other, um, other cultures like and bastardized yeah. their, their meaning. Exactly. And so to me, it just, it was like, it was that, I thought that element was so unique. Like it was a great way to give a nod to the origins of the series, but still make this its own. Its own thing. Well, and from what the criticism I've seen on Twitter, and that's what I usually report from. When well, I'm I, glad because I I've only seen a few things, and I'm just like, what? I know. Well, well, obviously, um, obviously, the show did extremely well. It's the highest okay. watched series, I think. Yeah. Uh, on HBO or whatever. And was so successful, and and now they got renewed today. Yeah for season five and the woman who 
created this season is gonna be in charge of the next one. Yeah, I'm very excited. I am that. too. Yeah. And I I was so surprised to see that because if you just read what Twitter has to say, um, it's a bunch of like neckbeards like yelling yeah. into their keyboard about how, oh, they ruined this thing. But it was spurred on by the creator of the first three seasons. Yeah. And from what I understood, the way the criticisms to me were all that um, that it didn't make sense and that it didn't make like it wasn't a good ending, which we'll get into how the finale went down and people's issues with that, but why we liked it. But um, I was under the impression that it was the supernatural elements that were new in season four. But what you're saying is there's yeah. always been elements of supernatural or like hints of supernatural. Yeah. And so I felt like. If that was a, if that was a connection to the tone, it was already tonally like that to a degree. Then I don't understand the issue. Yeah, and like they in the second season, they kind of stray away from the supernatural element. It's very much the corruption of humanity that they focus on, which that which is why I really liked it. Even though like, and I actually liked it more than the first season because I thought it just made it feel more mm -hmm. relatable of like the struggle of despite knowing what is right and what is wrong and trying to fight against yeah what is wrong there are still so many people that are higher up that are fighting against you and like yeah. you're not you're you you could you, like the like normal people aren't going to be able to win against that and yeah it's not a story about one bad guy was doing this one bad thing and then we can yeah. put him in jail at the end and it's exactly. satisfying. And I think that that is a true experience of detectives often. Yeah. And especially that of like environmental crime. Yeah. <laughs> and like specifically like the corruption of the state and how they can be, per they can buy off. Yeah. You know, hey, we're, we're going to pretend this is what, is going on because it's profitable to do this crime. Yeah. <laughs> Despite how dangerous it is for the those who are living around. And that's what I thought was so weird, the criticism, because I'm like, okay, like this creator for this season, Issa, she mm -hmm. has used the same themes mm -hmm. that have been there. Yeah. But she just did it better. And she did it, I think, too. She, she didn't... She didn't uh, underestimate what the audience is able yeah. to understand. Like, I feel like some of these, the, I don't want to say some of these men, but like everyone I've seen criticize it has been a man yeah. who favors the first season and is a stan of the original creator who was passive aggressively retweeting like shit talk about season four, which is really unprofessional. Like, so like... What's his name? Piz something? Pizzolatto. Yeah. Did you read the, his Instagram post about... I haven't seen that yet. I want to call him Piss Baby. Oh, that, I like that. Because he's being a piss baby. And I've seen like... I've seen like his, when he was posting stuff, I didn't see that he had written anything. But the people who are cheering the show on online, where I was reading on Twitter, are women. And I feel like... I don't know why the dichotomy is men are being ver like vocal about how much they hate it and women are defending it. But I do think there has some there's something to be said about the way that a woman created this season. It was all about female relationships yeah. and strong female like 
like like complicated women. Yes. Um, they were flawed. And so flawed. And um, I think a lot of the themes as it played out were that of, of the female struggle. Like the yeah. system is bent against us. There is not a, a there's not a perfect ending. There's not a te- like through line answer for everything. Some things you have to feel, some things you have to intuit. Yeah. And sometimes you have to accept, oh, this is the best that we're gonna get. And at the end, spoilers obviously, but like at the end when Jodie Foster's character like rises from the table after hearing from the maids and like all the yeah. background characters who were women who were overlooked, who were never in, like interviewed to, to figure out what had happened. And she, Jodie Foster's character realizes, oh, there's nothing we can do. Yeah. But justice was served. Yeah. Like, I think that that is something that maybe a male viewership doesn't like. They're like, no, we want, we want an exact answer. We want... Um, uh, to, to visual, visually see the like satisfying ending of like, yeah. here's the answers, here's the bad guy. And I think it was more of a realistic take on, well, sometimes the bad guy is you. Yes. <laughs> and that's a good point because like in each season before this, you see like the bad guy get killed or get caught and what, and so I feel like and it happens in the, the the final act, and so it feels thrilling and rewarding. Yeah. And I think what what these men who are criticizing this ap- a season don't realize mm-hmm. is that they did catch the killer. Mm-hmm. It was the men who killed mm-hmm. the, uh, uh, this woman. Yeah. And so it was the police. Yep. Yeah. It was the scientists. Yes. And so and so the the. The, we think the whole time that the crime was these men yep. being murdered and frozen. Yeah. But actually, that was their retribution for the crimes that they had committed. And I think, when, I think first of all, I think, again, she doesn't underestimate what the, the audience can do. Like, yeah. she, she, she doesn't spell it out. She says, okay, well, we'll think about it. This is what happened. And she trusts us to be able to do that. But I think some audience members are used to being spoon-fed. Yeah. This criticism, this is why I think it's so polarizing, and it reminds me of how everyone felt about the ending of Lost. Yes. It's almost exactly the same. Like, you either were pissed as hell because you didn't get the answers to every little thing you wanted, or you thought it was beautiful because it was abstract and, like, you could understand it in, like, those more nuanced, like, ways. And one of the criticisms I, I heard specifically from two men who were talking about it Ugh, was men that, talking, bro. Yeah, was that they were like, well, it made sense in the script. When you're reading the script, it made sense. But her, um, her, um, her direction is what makes it very confusing and and um, and stupid. Oh yeah, because because the it was a woman directing. Yes. It. Yes, and I was like, of course they would. That's what they would have to say. But um, I think what's stupid about that is because but who wrote it was a woman too. Yeah, and I think it's like you, her direction, especially when you first see it from his the 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 ex the boyfriend's perspective mm-hmm. of that night, where you do think it is a supernatural element attacking mm-hmm. the men. 
and he's like holding on to the door trying to make sure it's locked and you really think it is um something and, yeah. yeah Annie's ghost like trying to open and and kill him which is like so great <laughs> yeah like that part is so thrilling and you're just like oh my gosh like it you it, so you you get that as an audience member but then you have it explained in yeah. such a unique and re- still rewarding way mm-hmm. of what it really was yeah and it's weird that they're like, I didn't get it. That didn't make any sense. Well, it's, an, it's and that's the thing. And it's this, I don't mean to get sexist, but I'm going to be sexist uh-huh. against men. Sorry. <laughs> but I think men use, like, when men do not get what they want out of a show that they deem theirs, quote unquote, capital yeah. T, it's theirs. Like the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like, they pretend they don't get it. They weaponize their, they weaponize incompetence. So they're, it's, they're sitting there and they're like, well, this isn't the ending I wanted. So I'm going to claim that I don't understand yes. it. And I'm like, okay, so you're brain dead. Yeah. Like you don't, is that what you're saying? Like you're too stupid to get it because that isn't the point you think you're making. Yeah. <laughs> and I, what's really interesting is before this, the finale aired, what I heard was like everyone was excited about the connection to the first season and they love that they brought that back and then after the finale i hear the main criticism was that they were trying to tie it to the to the first season and it just didn't work out and i think what it comes down to it is men specifically were hoping that Russ Cole, Matthew McConaughey's character was going to just show up somehow. Oh, so they were disappointed yeah. the big reveal wasn't like their their big bad like favorite star yeah. from season one. And because he was he was like he was the true detective. <laughs> and okay. like I just think people like were still craving that, wanted to see that and were left unsatisfied because they didn't see Matthew McConaughey cuz they've at each season, they've wanted Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson's characters to come back in some way. And it's like, no, it's done. Like, some yeah. things have an end, and you don't need to explore that. And there's no need to explore their their stories anymore. <laughs> anymore. Like, it's done. We like, don't need that anymore. You Like, after you watch, like, the second season and specifically the fourth season, yeah. you realize, like... It should not, everything should not just be plot driven and the, like focusing more on the characters is way more important. I will say that too. That's such a good point to make. If we're talking about the dichotomy of, of just like classically male versus like feminine viewership, male viewership does want to know what will happen next. They want it to be plot driven. Yeah. And shows that are more character driven, like like the movies that that like incels hate the most, yeah. like The Last Jedi. Yeah, they'll sit there and say, "Oh, none of this made any sense. Why did that happen?" And it's like, did you not see the character development? Did you yeah. not see the under? We better understand the character in this way. That like all they think, oh, all that happened for nothing. Yeah. Because all they care about is the plot being driven yeah. forward. And they and it's like, why do you even care about a plot if you don't care about the characters? Yeah. And I think watching such meaty, beautiful, incredible performances by so many incredible women yeah. 
was like we were fed like if we were watching for that we were fed but if you're watching for plot and you're specifically watching waiting for Matthew McConaughey to show up and that's the metric you're viewing it and and grading it by like it's a success only if this happens well then no wonder you were disappointed yeah (laughs) yeah like I'm sorry if you're watching the finale of Lost and you're still wondering about the polar bears I'm sorry girl you lost the plot that isn't the point of the show anymore like yeah I don't know no that's exactly it and I think it's just it's you know um I I think especially what one of the themes that they've that they've always done in each season is show that these detectives are very flawed and um, that they're some of them are corrupted and you see that and you see these and you may not like them Mm -hmm. like and which is really interesting because the in the first season like you, you don't like Matt McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Like, they're not yeah. likable. And guys, sometimes, I'm not, I need to stop saying guys like that because I don't <laughs> want to, like, generalize. But, like, in general, like, an anti-hero, yeah. that's, a, that's like, a fave a lot of yeah. times. So I, I can see, like, men on screen are allowed to be like that. Yeah. Meanwhile, like, Jodie Foster's character. She was 100% like that. Just like him. And yet, oh, this season, no, no there's nothing good she, about She, like, her story reminded me so much of Matthew McConaughey's story because she lost a child. Oh, that her, was so tough. And that her marriage fall, fell apart and she was a mess. And there was that question of, can she see the dead as well? Just like mm-hmm. what, the question that, like, with Russ, like, what is he seeing? Is it real or not? Right. And so, to me, it, it they seem very similar. And yeah. they were on the, the same path of, the, the you know, they were destroying their lives in a certain way. And they were, but, but they also were so good at their job. And they were toxic to others. It, it just, it's so, it blows my mind that people... Can can watch the first season, watch the fourth season, and not see that, yeah. and but yet still hate on Jodie Foster's character. Yeah, <laughs> she's not. I guess she's not as palatable as they want. The only thing I didn't like about her character is she was straight. <laughs> yeah, that was okay. That was what both was, of those women were queer. They're queer in real life, but they were both like out there with men. I, I know. Like, this is wild. <laughs> that was my main criticism for. The fourth season needed was, to be gayer. Seriously, <laughs> and I was like, "Why? Like, why are we lying about this? Like, why are we trying? Um, like, we especially the, that Jodie Foster, yeah, is not gay. Is is fucking around with the ninth doctor? The ninth- <laughs> I <laughs> screamed. I was like, Corey, that's the ninth doctor. <laughs> but like, seriously, it's just like, uh. That was the only criticism, but I it also, um, I think it it showed the dynamic of like here are these two women in, in places of power in a sense, yeah, and and how men are perceive them. Yeah, I mean, anytime on the show, I thought the show was really good about like playing towards dynamics we see. Yeah. Which I could understand, like, a male viewership would also not be comfortable with because it criticizes that there's sexism, there's patriarchy. Every time she did something, a man would try to put her in her place. You know, like, 
oh, well, you're drinking again, or, oh, just sleep with everybody in town, you know, like, yeah. it was that kind of thing, and, and I just, I think that, like, and, and specifically with the indigenous, the indigenous angle, because yeah. it was very rooted in indigenous culture, that if, if you're gonna criticize something like that as a straight white male, or a straight white female, like anyone who is not oppressed, yeah. you're gonna watch something and be like, ooh, that sucked. When it's queer, it's written by queer indigenous, like women, like, yeah. or, or, you know, whoever it might be, you have to sit and really consider why. Yeah. Before you go to Twitter. And I think a lot of the criticism that I saw on Twitter, none of them had done that. Yeah. They were all like, no, this is objectively bad because I have good taste and I didn't like it. And it's like, do you have good taste or do you have taste that has been consistently reinforced by like social norms? Yeah. And so you're used to what you like being what's on TV. Yeah. And maybe this is good. It's just not for you. Yeah. Well, and one thing that, one uh, criticism I saw was they're like, well, what was the point of the the elks, the elk, um, ru- like, fl- like running off the cliff? They were and high was, as hell. Well, it was like the water. <laughs> like, that yeah. was the whole point. They the were pollution. drinking the polluted water. Yeah, everyone was drinking it. And I'm like, so to me, their criticism was just that they... It was the nuance of the show and, and all of the little things that you had to pay attention to that weren't like you weren't force fed to like see. Right. And and so it's just like it really they really just did not notice the nuance. Or they did and they're just not connecting it. Like any guy, any guy, I should not be saying it like that. Any person, <laughs> any viewer. Well, except most of the ones I was saying, saying this, I swear to God, I didn't see one woman say anything about uh, this, yeah. but if you're out there saying, oh my God, that didn't make sense. What, what about that? And someone has to go, no, but you know, the water was polluted. That was the whole thing. Yeah. And then you have to go, oh, well, that was stupid. Actually, the stupid is you. <laughs> like, yeah. you're the one who didn't make the connection. Like, it was explained. Just because you expected it to be a ghost or, like, some kind of crazy supernatural force. Yeah. And you didn't sit long enough to think, oh, right, they did explain that. That's your fault. <laughs> That's not the show's yeah. fault. Yeah. The other connection to the first season that I just remembered was Ooh. that the people that funded the research center, the Arctic Research Center, mm. um, was the family that was a part of that pedophile ring. <gasps> um, which was another, because they were called the Tuttles, and that was another thing that was like, like, oh my gosh. But I think it just, oh it's another aspect of, we see this all the time, where we see all of these wealthy people fund things that to show that they are like doing their part or doing good yeah and but they're still doing horrible things and so that was another aspect that i thought was just like you can follow the money you may not be able to fight the money (laughs) but like you'll be able to see on a larger scale just how corrupt like where it goes yeah like georgia would say on my favorite river it goes all the way to that yes (laughs) every time every single time well and i think that's what's interesting because you were like oh they did this bad thing so they funded a research center and then the research center was corrupt yep yep uh i'm gonna have to rewatch that season just because 
I love Jodie Foster was so incredible and was her name Kia? What is the I think it's Kali. Kali? I think so. I follow her on Twitter now because she was coming for these like dweebs who wouldn't stop posting. Like someone tried to say, someone tried to tone police her on Twitter. And I was like, what is happening? So they were, this guy was going after the show, just season four, and saying that the original creator just had... I keep wanting to say Piznerski <laughs> because of Veronica Mars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Piznerski. But it's Piz whatever, Piz baby. And he was saying, he has every right to be mad that the thing he created was ruined so terribly. And she was like getting... An, she was getting annoyed. I don't know if she saw him post but someone had responded with a tweet that said there's a very specific type of person who doesn't like this finale and it was the gif of the like kind of big fat kind of sloppy guy from south park who's like on his computer and so she retweeted it and just was laughing about that like yeah this uh, this seems about right well so that guy who she never even responded to this random Twitter user who has a blue check, so you know he's up his own butt because yeah. he's paying for freaking Twitter right now to have a little check mark. He retweets her like rant, just like and quote tweets her like randomly laughing at this South Park gift, uh-huh. and is like, I just feel so hurt by this, and this is so unprofessional of you as a person in this show to be making fun of the fans of this show and people are like look like responding like sir what are you talking about (laughs) she did not say this was any specific person yeah she did not even post this she laughed at it and i was just like that makes sense like because someone responded like so she can't laugh about this tweet but the the owner of or the creator of the show can like shit talk her show and that's fine and he goes you don't see the difference like one is upset that his art has been ruined and the other is being unprofessional and i was like i got it so a man can say his opinions with his full chest being a little passive aggressive bitch passive aggressive bitch yeah but when a woman wants to defend herself by just laughing at a joke time to pull out the tone police yeah bullshit and like what's so unhinged about all of that is is like Pizzolatto or whatever Nick or whatever the creator said yeah Piz Baby (laughs) he said specifically like he he dissed the finale before the finale aired and so I read that he said something like you're like wait till you see what's coming yeah like like you'll be disappointed and it, I mean, to to put that on, on, on a on a series like that's well, just calling for your stance to like f- already fall like yeah. stand behind you and be like, go, I'm not gonna like it then. But but also it's just so sad because you know he I don't know if he did anything before True Detective like I think it's just what the fact that he could not. He, he could just he could not support this this season he refused to and he was trying to die on the the previous seasons like despite getting a lot of criticism about the about the the seasons after yeah uh, season one 
So it was like, you know, if you had done a better job, maybe you would have kept the show. Yeah, kept the show. Yeah. I don't understand. I guess I don't know. Did he leave because he wanted to or they were just like, we're going in a different direction or... Uh, Yeah, I think they wanted to go in a different direction because... Well, no wonder he was um, so petty. Yeah, the, the third season wasn't wasn't good well um, this one had the highest viewership of yeah. all and i mean i do think the second season was was good and i think it, but it, and i think it was better than the first season but a lot of a lot of critics hated it yeah but i uh, you know and i so i just think that um he lost the plot and then <laughs> that was taken from him <laughs> Sorry, Piz, Narski, yeah. or whatever her name is. So, I'm excited for what else um, this new uh, this new creator has for the, the following season. Yeah, like I'm psyched to see where she goes from here. I think any, like, closing statements on the season? I think um, we've covered everything. Yeah, I think we got everything. I think it was just so rewarding to see all of these women get their own justice for yeah and just the fact that these women knew like most women know that their their pain is never going to be recognized yeah that they the fact that they sought justice on their own and had to do it in a way where they were not like caught um they knew that they could never say what actually happened and they would have to stay silent and I think that goes to men wanting to see like the justice like being just voiced out loud straightforward yeah yeah. and like dry it's not like that for women getting justice as a woman is very rarely cut so it just felt so relatable and and I got emotional from watching it just because I was just like yes this is what it's like to be a woman, and this is this is so. The fact that I'm getting to see this is so rewarding. Yeah, I mean, the story essentially was the resolution is the women who are overlooked and never considered important enough to yeah. even talk to use that to their advantage to say, you know what, we can do this, and no one will even fucking know. Yeah, and they <laughs> and so because no one will even care. No one thinks a that we can do it. No one cares B if we're even yeah. around and no one C will believe us enough yeah. to even question us about this. So let's just use how we're like, <laughs> how we're overlooked in society to our advantage. Yep. And they, they absolutely it. nailed it. And I think when you're like Jodie Foster's character is sitting there with her partner with Navarro yeah. and Danvers and Navarro, I always, I was like Danvers, like Captain <laughs> like Marvel, but and also uh, Supergirl. But um, when they're sitting there and they they kind of realize, like, okay, these women use that to their advantage, mm-hmm. like the, the, the patriarchal overlooking of the women who do the domestic labor. Yeah. They were like, well, they already told us how this ends. Yeah. So we're going to... We're going to let that be what it yeah. is. And they're not... They were like, we know y'all did the murders, but they told us it was a weather event, and you know what? That is what happened. Yeah. And they, <laughs> you know, they knew because they, they, they had to do the same thing mm-hmm. when they were on that case, and they saw the that man who had, um, 
who had like abused his wife yeah and killed her mm-hmm. and they they used that to their advantage too mm-hmm. and i love seeing that but again in the first season they do that like mm-hmm. woody harrelson gets all mad and he shoots one of the suspects mm-hmm. and what happens is they caught the wrong suspect so like 12 years passed and they find out that all of these the the this 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 cult and this pedophile ring is still happening and it but it's been happening under the radar now because they thought they caught him yep Damn. and it was because he got so mad and, and, yeah and then shot him and they had to cover it up oh my god that's like every true crime story where i'm like, where it's unsolved and you just hear it's like shoddy police work yes. and you're like oh and then he went on to kill for 12 more years because they got the wrong guy or they were homophobic yes. or they wouldn't work with the other police department or whatever all right, anyways, that's our recap for this week. Sorry if you've never watched the show. <laughs> you probably didn't listen to this episode if you hadn't, but we'll see you next week. <laughs>